Can you hear that? Yeah, that is the sea. And yeah, I'm out the shed. I'm actually on location, back on the road, and back, in fact, at my old stomping ground of Watergate Bay Hotel for a few days, where I'm going to be recording a few episodes. I'm going to be doing a lot of listening to the sea, and I'm going to be recording this intro, which is what I'm doing right now. If you don't know, my name is Matt Bart. You're listening to Looking Sideways Action Sports Podcast, the show where I try and cover the most interesting stories in action sports and other related endeavours. How's it going? Thanks for tuning into this episode. Hope you enjoy it. As mentioned, I'm down in Cornwall for a few days pre-Christmas. Um, R&R with Boog and Peg. Hopefully a few waves, although to be honest, it's not looking great. Um, but very festive and chilly it is too. All right, this week's guest, Dylan Graves. Somebody I've been trying to get on the show for well over a year, actually, uh, seriously. And one thing that's baffled me since day one in this job is that when you get brands with marketing people who are out there pitching their athletes to press coverage, when you say you're up for it, and then you have to spend literally months chasing them to try and arrange the thing they approach you about in the first place, that is definitely what happened in this case. Um, in fact, that's been happening on and off for 25 years that I've been in this game. And unbelievably, it's still happening today. In the end, I got hold of Danielle at Hayden Shapes. Thanks, Danielle, who did the intros to me and Dylan. And from there, it was pretty simple. So thanks, Danielle. And thanks, Dylan, for being so accommodated and making this one happen. So for the uninitiated, Dylan is a professional surfer and host of Weird Waves, which for my money is the best pro surfing vlog out there. I guess it is a vlog, although he does in one interview that I saw refer to it as an anti-vlog. But, you know, it's a pro surfer traveling around front and center. I mean, there's a lot of them out there right now, you know, and they all tend to be pretty samey, which is why I'm making the bold claim about Dylan's being the best, because he's managed something that looks deceptively simple, but is actually really, really difficult when it comes to any type of sideways filmmaking. Coming up with a simple idea that manages to convey the stoke of surfing, skateboarding or snowboarding while also telling a compelling story. Sounds simple, eh? Believe me, it's really not that simple. And that's one of the reasons why I think Dylan's got a hit on his hands, as I said, during our conversation. And as I also said, the other thing I really like about Weird Waves, it's just so far removed from the usual narrative of surf culture with its depictions of perfect sunny waves, perfectly toned bodies and that kind of classic surf scene narrative that we've all had rammed down our throats for literally decades. I mean, in my case, as people that listen to this regularly have heard me say ad infinitum, I surf a really shit wave in Brighton on the south coast. It has a really die-hard crew. Proper surfers, when they come down, laugh at it when they see it. But it's all we've got. We're very stoked on it. And I love the fact that Dylan puts similar communities to ours in the spotlight with zero judgment. Take the Great Lakes episode, which I highly recommend as a starting point if you've yet to check out Weird Waves and the stoke of the locals there. The thing is, surf scenes like that, surf scenes like ours, are as legitimate a part of surf culture, excuse me, as everything else. So to see Dylan treat them with such respectful curiosity is in its own small way, pretty revolutionary, if you ask me. Um, and the other thing is as well, like, when people such as Dylan use their platform to challenge themselves and the community in large, and in doing so, 
go some way towards making our community more inclusive and accepting, then you've got to applaud it, really. And that's a huge part of the reason for inviting Dylan on the show and why I enjoyed our thoughtful conversation so much. We talked about weird waves, sure, but really this one's about the work that goes into making something creatively challenging and why this process is really the whole point of any creative endeavor you turn your hand to, whether that's a podcast, a vlog, or anything else. Good one, this. I think you're going to enjoy it. Four minutes, 20 on the intro. Not bad. I'll be back at the end for the usual housekeeping corner. But in the meantime, here's me and Dylan, curiosity seeker. Enjoy. These are not my curtains. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm am d- down the coast. I mean, I actually yeah, came. I was impressed by the curtains. Yeah, no, I came down the coast for a, um, for a surf, and it's like so. I'm staying in a caravan um, in Devon in England, which is quite near where you did the seven, actually. Oh, um, nice. Yeah, it's probably like two hours from where you did that. But basically, like the the storm that came is there's it's like wild, like fucking. It was just yeah howling onshore awful wind swell um so we went to the pub last night instead and uh i think it's gonna i think it's gonna get a little bit better monday um and then i'm heading down the coast to cornwall for a few days um nice but yeah so i'm not i'm not that i don't trust the internet that much here so i thought you know what we'll just do audio just to keep it simple you know yeah perfect uh but how you doing nice to meet you man likewise yeah all all is well just um yeah just living (laughs) and where are you i'm in oceanside california at the moment and uh yeah just here with uh with my wife and uh my son eddie who's 15 months old oh wow so you're in the thick of it yeah How's that yeah, going? We're, we're in it. It's it's going good. Yeah, he's like he's growing every day and learning new stuff every day. So it's been super cool to just kind of watch that unfold. Um, and yeah, it's like I don't know. As far as like fatherhood goes, I feel like being a father is definitely like it's what everyone says. It like changes you, you know, and like you whatever every rumor you hear is exactly true, but one that I found that I didn't realize was um, is like true is is uh, or I guess it's just different than I imagined it, which I guess is sort of exactly the same as as everything you hear. But um, yeah, you you being a father is like the easy part because you're in the you know, you're in it with your son and you love him and, and everything. It's getting back to everything else. That's like the hard part. And like balancing that is like, you know, cause you just, I just want to stay with him and like hang with him all day. And that's like fun and easy. But then you have to like, you're like, wait, I still have to be what I was before this, but I actually don't care about that as much now. <laughs> like yeah, he's right. like, I care about him more now. And so you're, it's like, yeah, it's just a funny shift in like, you know, just life really. <laughs> yeah like li- life perspective yeah yeah change. shift in perspective exactly yeah a, ch- a change in what's important yeah Boy. Um, but you're but you're working on a new series are you then or new episodes because you said you you said you're kind of doing some voiceover work and you know you're kind of so what, what are you working on 
Yeah, um, working on season four of Weird Waves. Um, we've shot two episodes so far, and we have two episodes still to shoot and go. So we're kind of just in the thick of it. And I'm currently trying to button up one of the episodes we've shot and send it over to Vance before we go on another trip. So we're just in the like, you know, in the carousel of of madness <laughs> that is production. <laughs> And how, so how are you balancing being a new father then and with what you've just said, like how, how are you finding that balance with the travel and, and, you know, like your day job as it were? Cause, cause obviously that's quite a, suddenly you've got a big contrast, haven't you? You know, if you're talking about like, you want to be at home more, but basically what you do means you've got to get out there. Like how are you finding that? Yeah, it's, it's been a challenge. Um, still trying to figure out the right balance for everything. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's cool. I feel like I'm always, um, I'm just busy all the time now, whether it's busy with the kid or just busy with, you know, uh, editing stuff for weird waves, doing voiceovers or being on the trips themselves. It just feels like now it's just kind of like, all right, cool. And I really have to, I've had to like learn to manage my time a lot better where that's another cool, uh, shift in perspective. You're like, wow, I had so much time before. <laughs> yeah. And what was well, I doing? <laughs> well, I mean, uh, so to, yeah, I'm still learning. To be fair, I thought like you were pretty productive, but, um, but yeah, I guess, I guess, um, yeah, less time to be selfish, let's say with, with the new setup, right? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But it's, it's all good. It's like, it's definitely just, um, it's cool to kind of test yourself in that way. And, almost like before you have the kid, you, you, you know, you're like stressing, like the stress of what your life is going to be like with him you're, is almost worse than what actually ends up happening. Or at least in my experience, it was like, I was like, oh my gosh, like, you know, I was letting the like thought of being a father, like freak me out more than what it actually is. And now that it's like going, I'm just like, wow, this is like so sick. Cause the, the highs are so much higher. Um, and yeah, like some of the lows can be, can feel like way lower, but it's not like it's, you know, like it's really not that big of a deal. Um, and you know, just, I don't know, even him with his emotions, like it's, it's, uh, it's interesting to watch, you know, it's like, it's like the craziest science experiment you've ever like watched unfold, like in your <laughs> lifetime, it's unreal, because <laughs> you know, from emotions to like, you know, just his physical being, you're just like wow this is like insane that's great man and so with weird waves i mean you got a hit on your hands haven't you you know like it is it is a proper like it is doing so well and are, are you surprised are you surprised at how popular it's been and like how much people are into the concept i have been yes i mean since that first season i mean i've always loved novelty and kind of just the concept of of everything that goes into it. I think that's what I enjoy the most is, is kind of seeing what the differences are between like something I've known like my entire life um, that is surfing and then how so many more people are now interacting with the sport sort of like worldwide and inland, you know, like, like all the river waves we've gone to. But um, yeah, I am surprised that uh, I guess people have like the response at the response and that people have kind of, um, I guess taking a liking to it. I think the thing that I, I think the thing that I really like about it is like I surf a really shit wave. 
like I surf <laughs> the South Coast, which listeners to this show will be really sick of me saying, but it's really re- it's, it's really relevant for this conversation because I so I surf the South Coast of England, like in the English Channel. So all we surf is southwesterly windswell. Like we might get we might get like we actually had a groundswell day um, last two weeks ago, which was you know like. Day, day of the decade you know what i mean like it's actually like overhead it was actually groundswell but those days are so rare um and you know our scene is like it is people are just stoked do you know what i mean like we're, we're in all winter like whatever the condition like often to be honest don't sometimes don't actually get any waves <laughs> sometimes spend the whole you know the scenes that you document basically where it's like it is purely about like making the best of what you've got and the camaraderie and the community. So I, I really like it because I just really recognize that in everybody that you speak to. And it's so far removed from the mainstream way that surfing is portrayed, isn't it? You know, like of, of like sunshine, board shorts, perfect waves, blah, blah. Was that, was that intentional? Like, do, do you know what I mean? Or is that, is that side, like that idea of like, showcasing that side of surf culture or did that did, did you did that kind of as you made the show did you think oh yeah that's actually what we're doing here like Could you try again? well definitely like the that first season um you know with with me and dave really trying to hone in on um you know what the show was about you know as we you know we went on that first trip to the great lakes and we had no idea what we were going to expect or, or what to expect um and so, yeah, just kind of on our way out there and sort of conversations leading up to the trip, it was like, well, damn, like we could show up and it, it could totally be like the reality of, of what every surf trip is, is you can show up and there can be nothing. So we're like, well, let's just document it in a way that, you know, we'll just show what happened. Like this is what it's like to go and try and score as well on the Great Lakes. And this is what it's like to go in and, um you know, try to get a, a river wave and just really honing in and geeking out on the different aspects that make each wave uh, tick and and work and all the work and stress and sort of like, I guess, excitement too that goes into trying to catch these sort of phenomenons <laughs> happening. Um so it was, I mean, that was obviously the, the goal. Um, but you know, even before that, I feel like on normal surf trips, there was so much that led up to sort of the days, even when you do score that, you know, I always felt like it was something that we were missing out on, um, on all the just different projects I've been involved in and everything. Like you'd go on these amazing trips, like these sort of life changing experiences and then all you're seeing in like mainstream like surf uh you know movies are are just like two or three clips yeah you know or maybe even maybe not even like maybe they weren't good enough to even make the cut for whatever the project was so you're like you're like damn that was like one of the most special trips of my life and it like it's not even like it didn't even make it into that thing and yeah and even if it does you're like man that I don't feel like it really does the whole journey justice. So that was sort of something too with weird waves. It was like, well, like we're, who knows if we'll score, like trying to catch these, these different waves. Um, Let's just kind of embrace 
the journey and the adventure of of like checking these spots out because they're super unique and the fact that you could even surf there in general uh to me is just like mind-blowing so it was it's trying to really um include all the different moments that sort of lead up to a score yeah because like you say like like you say when you do those trips the surfing's just a tiny part of it ultimately isn't it you know like the the, yeah. the the people that you meet the culture the communities that you that you're lucky enough to sort of interact with and like that that, that stuff around the margins of it which is the, the experience of a surf trip isn't it yeah like obviously it is captured in certain ways and you know there's the classics obviously like the surf films but as you say like it's it's difficult to do it in an original way, isn't it? You know, like in a way that actually like makes a virtue of every aspect of it, which really comes across in, in it, you know, like, cause it is like proper warts and all, isn't it? Like your episodes, like you see in every aspect of these scenes and these communities, which is the charm of it. You know, the great lakes one, I mean, what's he called? Barrett, is it the guy? I mean, the main guy that you meet, like he's like, so they're just oh, Burton? so, Burton, that's the guy. Oh yeah, yeah, like, like <laughs> yeah. so fucking stoked on what they've got, and the way right. that that comes across, it's 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 infectious, isn't it? It's amazing. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's I, I would have to. I mean, not that. I guess yes, it it is hard to, I guess, do something original, but it's also like not at the same time because I think every surf scene is so original. And yeah. I feel like what's happening, or at least, and you know, this is my opinion here. I feel like with a lot of different projects that I see happening, they're like overproduced or just focusing on the wrong things to try to appeal to somebody that like they think wants to know about surfing in a certain way. It's like, just show it for what it is. Like, you don't have to like try to make surfing or fit surfing into any sort of box. Surfing is just surfing. Yeah. So like just allowing people to really get a glimpse into what a certain scene is like. I feel like if you're just kind of open to, to the idea of that, I feel like then, then it's easy to make something original because that you're, you know, I guess that's the hard part is translating like what the essence of like a scene is onto camera. Like that would be the, what's, what's hard about, production you know because you you can't film everything and so you have experiences and this happens to us all the time on on weird waves trips where you're like damn i wish i could have you know filmed that or caught in that audio clip like that was amazing like still you're only seeing the tip of the iceberg in my opinion and all the stuff that that we do for for weird waves um but still so much is happening that we're not capturing so it's like yeah i guess yeah I mean, like, but, but what, but creatively as well, it's honest, isn't it? And I, and I don't, I don't just mean like surf films or or making surf content, if you like, hate hate the word. Um, but you know, like, because obviously you're you're like, you know, you am I right in thinking you like, you know, you you're producing, you you're basically there's two of you, right? There's two. You, is it you and Dave that make the, the the films together? Yeah, so it's me and Dave, Dave Malcolm. Yeah, and so you're doing everything, but you're and you, you're doing like the music as well, right? You, you're you're presenting it, you're writing it, you're producing it, you're editing it together, you're filming it together. So you 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 are like yeah. fully creatively immersed in this thing. Um, so even from a creative standpoint, 
it's 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 honest isn't it which is all you can really ask for when you try and do anything creative that you just try and tell an honest story and you try and communicate that honestly and and that's what people are obviously responding to and that's that's what people always respond to don't they whatever the medium is they just want honesty they want to see something that's conveyed in an honest way and that's that must be really gratifying creatively yeah i guess you're right i hadn't really thought of it like that before that's but that's really cool and i I think that's true because yeah, thinking about just music I like or projects like, or, or just even, yeah, whether it's a a show on Netflix or whatever it is, you just, no one wants to feel like they're being duped. (laughs) Yeah. You don't want to feel like, like... you don't want to feel like someone's yeah soulless or yeah, you don't, you want to feel something genuine. You want to feel something authentic that you can connect your life with maybe, or yeah, something honest, like you said. Well, you can, you can tell, can't you? You can spot it a mile off, like whatever it is. And I'm, not, I'm obviously not just talk, talking about surfing here, like, you know, music, film, an advert, like whatever it is. Like if it is, if there's artifice involved and it's, it's, it's basically a ruse to sell you something, it's, people, you just, people can spot that a mile away, you know, and, and you, you know, look at music, like it's just about emotional honesty at the end of the day, isn't it? It doesn't matter what you're playing or what, how it's produced like some of the most loved songs in the world are just you know fuck me like elvis sun sessions recorded with one mic in a room like three people around a mic you know it's 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 all about capturing those moments isn't it like exactly yeah if you can like that's what i guess that's the hard part you know going back to the or connecting it back to what you were asking before about just originality it's like i feel like it's how it's it's more about how do you use like all the technological tools we have in this day and age to to capture that in the best way possible maybe like that's sort of the challenge and whether it's in music surfing like video production writing whatever it's like you kind of just got to find whatever works for you and and try to extract a little bit or inject some of that into whatever your medium is it looks like you guys as well as the as the series uh, have progressed have got more playful with with the, the purely creative side of things and almost like getting more confident and just trying different things and like paying homage to like the things that you're into and you know like is that is that that must also be really gratifying being able to kind of you know because you know the audience is with you so you can kind of express yourselves in the way you want is that is that evolved as it's gone along yeah definitely um you know me personally i've learned a lot through weird waves so i'm kind of understanding different aspects that i didn't understand before a lot more and i'm able to kind of work with dave closer on things and dave is a wizard he kind of he's just one of those guys who kind of knows how to do everything where you're like, hey, what about this idea? And he's like, oh, yeah, we can do it like this or that or this. And so, I don't know, it's super fun to work with him on on all this because, you know, I, I feel like I'm just working on, like, yeah, we're working on this project, but I feel like um, it's helping me be just a more well-rounded person in general. And so that's super gratifying, just kind of that feeling of of progression and feeling like, you know, that feeling of bettering myself 
and I hope he's feeling some of that too. <laughs> <laughs> but that's um, that, that's a big statement, though. Like you know, it's feel like it's making you the like a better version of yourself. Like, it, uh, what do you mean by that? Because well, before you answer that, because I noticed on breaking waves at the beginning, you know, you're saying like this has been the most rewarding part of my career, which is also something that really struck me because obviously you've had a long career now and you've done a lot of super interesting things and you've competed and you've kind of run, you you know, you've done a lot of different aspects of like the professional surf experience, if you like, but, but, you know, so this part to say like, it's been the most rewarding and now to say that it's, it's almost like fulfilling personally, it's like a really great thing to hear. How, How do you mean as in you feel like you're pushing yourself as much as you can? <clears throat> yeah. Um, I guess in a lot of different ways, um, you know, from just my knowledge in premiere to, you know, just production and how we go about shooting these things, even, you know, shooting things and, and learning more about photography and videography, um, to then just, yeah, me as a, as a person, like those breaking waves episode episodes, really trying to like, I guess, understand, I guess the whole reason for those two episodes was, was we were feeling like, you know, there was a lot of people in the surf world who, who felt like us where it's like, yeah, we're not necessarily, um, like I'm not a racist person. I've never considered myself a racist person, but I wasn't doing anything actively to, be anti-racist and i guess that's you know that's what's needed now and so things you know statements like that or just thoughts like that um you know obviously aren't gonna just show up on your your doorstep you kind of have to go out and and seek them and find them um to make that realization and and then to i guess connect with that realization too so going and as unfortunate as it was for that scene to happen up in Manhattan beach. It was, it was good that it did happen because I feel like there was just all the people who showed up at that beach. It smacked everyone in the face. Like, yeah, yeah, this is, this is happening. We're here. This is 2021 and there's still racial happenings in lineups, you know, in one of the most like quote unquote progressive, uh, states in the world so it's just it's crazy um the amount of of different scenes uh weird waves which obviously led to breaking waves and you know i guess wherever we go from here has is kind of yeah led led us to um is that is that a new realization for you like the to is like having an interest in these issues because obviously it's a bit of a classic thing in surfing isn't it like you know whenever these things get raised in surfing it's like oh keep it at surfing you know we just want to go surfing like you know um these these issues don't have a place in surfing i mean you just have to read the comments under the breaking waves (laughs) videos or like some of your instagram posts to see that whenever whenever anybody talks about these issues you kind of get these same responses um is that so your willingness to explore these issues has that always been an interest that you've had or is that quite a recent thing I mean, it's always been something I've cared about, you know, um, like I definitely, you know, I've, I've had black friends growing up and also, you know, gay friends. And so it's always, 
just been something that, you know, just, I guess, having different people in, in your life, you, you kind of just want them to feel exactly how you feel, you know? And so take, bring that to the beach, like, cause the beach for me and the ocean for me was such a healing place. Um, if I didn't feel welcome in any lineup or, you know, which I've had run-ins with, you know, different locals at different places. And that's, that's a thing of surfing as well. There's like, people are territorial and, and that's a reality in our sport, um, which, you know, I get cause you know, on the good days you feel connected <laughs> to what's going on. <laughs> yeah. So, but you know, <laughs> I guess just to like a, a more simpler thing and I guess something that I didn't realize was happening. I think a lot of people don't realize is happening. Um, it's just, you know, on a, on a daily basis at, you know, whatever your closest beach happens to be, there should be this kind of set, um, vibe of like, Hey, I haven't seen you here before, but like the ocean is for everyone. Not that that you're going to just let that person go on every single set that comes in, but like, no one lives in the ocean. So like, I guess, yeah, that's sort of the bigger picture mentality that we're trying to portray in these and, and breaking waves was like, all right, how far do you take localism? How far do you take all these concepts? Let's, let's talk about them. Yes. This is what surfing has been for the last hundred years or what, however long, a couple hundred years, if you're Polynesian, um, <laughs> you know, at what point do we stop and, and kind of talk about things and try to make a call on how to proceed as a, as a sport, especially with a sport like ours kind of growing so quickly and expanding so fast, especially with Olympics. It's like, yep. okay, there's an unprecedented amount of people that are, you know, going to start surfing and you already see that like I saw that with with COVID and so yeah let's I guess it's an attempt to have some conversations around some of these these different topics and and try to navigate them as best we can I totally least acknowledge un- that they're happening you know I totally understand what you're saying about the conventions of kind of surfing you know like localism being one of those because it obviously makes a lot of sense in certain situations and in certain environments, like to, to, to have that way of dealing with, with newcomers, like, like clearly there are good reasons in certain places to, to, to have that convention, but not in every place in surfing. And I think I often quite think just because that's the way it's always been, doesn't mean that's the way it should be now. And, you know, like as, as the situation's changing, you at least need to sort of kick the tires a bit, don't you? And go like, well, okay, is this, is this going to help us in this situation? Is this what we need? Like, you know, is, is, is this the way that we should be handling this? And I think that's just got to be a healthy thing, hasn't it? You know, just to even like raise your, raise your hand and say, maybe we should just think about this from a slightly different perspective, you know, which, which these cultures can sometimes not be that good at. I think, especially when you've got something as emotive as like, you know, wave scarcity and like, and then the other kind of cultural layers to, to localism that, that can come in. Um, yeah. The other thing I was going to say about breaking waves was I think 
one of the things that I realized over the last couple of years personally was because I'm this, probably quite similar to you, like see myself as pretty liberal, see myself as quite across the issues. Um, but I think what I realized over the last couple of years with some of the incidents that happened was actually like I didn't really have a clue about the reality of how things were for like some of my gay friends or some of my black friends. Um, and I think that was quite horrifying for me. And even with my little platform, I decided to like, yeah, okay, I think I should probably push myself out of my comfort zone a little bit and try and explore some of the, some of this area of discomfort that I wasn't really that aware of. Was that a similar thing for you? Because obviously you've got this platform now, you know, you can use it to explore <clears throat> these things. Did you feel a certain responsibility almost to sort of look at it in that way? Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, it seemed like, I mean, these issues have always been there, but in 2020, they're really like magnified just with everything going on. Just, you know, I feel like COVID had so many different effects on the, the world. And I just feel like even sort of people's attention to different issues, like it just became a thing. I had never really talked to random people about this subject in the water, but it was on the top of everyone's mind. I had a couple random just conversations just in passing with people about like, you know, the whole, like they did a paddle out in Encinitas for George Floyd. And some people were like, can you believe they did that? Blah, blah, blah. People I didn't know. I'm like, oh my God, I can believe it like, I don't know, like I don't yeah know. yeah I it was, seems what... like a pretty believable thing i don't know like <laughs> yeah saw that um, kind of so, kind of backing it actually <laughs> it, yes i felt like a responsibility to to use my platform but i also feel like it was something that was unavoidable yeah. um and so i feel like it was almost harder it's it's harder now than ever to like just sweep issues under the rug because everything is so talked about. Everything is out there with social media. Everyone has a voice. You're hearing so many more things now. And I think if you're choosing, if you don't choose to sort of stare these things right in the eyes, it's like, yeah. I, I think you're just fooling yourself. So that was sort of, it was like, all right, look like enough's enough. Let's, I don't care what this does to my career. I don't care if people think I'm just, you know, I have a political agenda or I'm trying to like fall on, under the umbrella of like the company I ride for is political agenda. It was like, I just believe in this and I want to do this and I want to talk about this. And so we did it. <laughs> on, on the, on the theme of like honesty as well, like on those two breaking waves episodes, you put yourself and your own, like what you're learning during those the process of putting those episodes like really front and center you know you're kind of like really happy to explore those issues through the lens of your own ignorance if you like you know like especially in the the one about um you know gay surfers you're 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 really like yeah do i uh, do i use the pronouns here like you know what like how does this work you know you're really you're really happy to be vulnerable you're really happy to say like look i'm learning like was that a, was that a really deliberate editorial decision that you guys made to kind of explore it in that way Honestly, those were both the hardest episodes I've ever worked on to try to capture what was happening. That was kind of something we that just happened. Like in that moment, um, I was in 
I'd been in touch with Kyla Langan um, at Queer Surf. And she's like, hey, you know, I told her the basic concept of what we're trying to do. And she's like, yeah, okay, let's like, I don't want to like agree to really anything, but let's, why don't you come to a meetup to see how it goes and let's go from there. And that's essentially what happened, um, which we thought ended up being one of the strong points in the, in that episode was like, all right, like, honestly, I don't know like what I'm doing. (laughs) So yes, I have gay friends, but it's not something I've even talked about with any of them, you know? And so going to one of those meetups was like, wow, super eye opening. And I feel like if you're not gay, like, you know, like I would highly recommend just going in support of one of your friends um, and just going with them if there is a meetup, because I was like, completely blown away by how much I didn't know. And we're like, this is it. This is exactly what we need to like show in the episode because yeah, I, I, again, I I had, I've never had anything against anyone's sexuality and you, you know, like always felt like I was a very accepting person, but I also wasn't actively seeking out information to better understand my friends. And so that's kind of what the episode turned into was like, all right, look, I don't have all the answers, but here's like, here's just like what going to two meetups taught me. I, I think and they're well, at the beach. So the, I don't know. It was just like this, this crazy, powerful experience. And I feel like you need that in life, you know? And that's what I feel like as surfers, we're kind of addicted to is kind of being outside of our com- comfort zone a lot, um, which I found in a way it gave me confidence to just be in that scenario. Cause you know, showing up, I was kind of like definitely feeling like, like, Whoa, am I like, is this offensive? Like even me being here, you know, like so many yeah. questions was like going through my, through my, my mind. And, and I just had to kind of be like, all right, just you're in the impact zone. Just like breathe and deal with it. And like, <laughs> figure like yeah <laughs> figure it out man <laughs> like, yeah but i think that I, I think doing it that way really it just helps the audience appreciate that it's fine to have questions you know what i mean because like if you if you go into because it is a sensitive and nuanced conversation at the end of the day and if you and people have a lot of questions and people that haven't really given it much thought <clears throat> ha, ha, they have to find a way of understanding the issue and and being willing to learn so i think if you put yourself as a host in that kind of vulnerable position of like yeah well you know here's me learning i think that's that i i just thought it was a really great way of approaching it because i think if 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 you're a viewer and you're watching that and you're you've probably got similar questions and let's be honest like particularly the people that are quite likely to watch weird waves and quite likely to listen to this and consume surf media you know it's all it's all very it's 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 of a type it's difficult. These issues don't get covered that often. They do now, thankfully, but previously it's not something you've really found. So I think it, I think it's good for people to, to see it being approached in that way. Were you, um, were you surprised? Well, were you happy with how it went down? Cause it was the predictable stuff, wasn't there? You know, in the comments and the usual stuff that you oh, see. Oh yeah. Like the, like the launch of it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you got a little bit of backlash as, as, as people that explore these issues in our world do. Um, for sure were were you you surprised by that or did you expect it 
I, I was kind of expecting it. Um, both Kyla and Salema for both the episodes, like before, as we're kind of talking through these episodes and, and trying to figure out the best way to, to like, you know, I guess present them. Um, they were like, Hey, you know, before that was like one of the first things they, they said to me as we're kind of going through all this was, was, uh, you know, are you sure like, you know what you're getting into here? (laughs) And I honestly didn't like, um, because how could I, but, um, yeah, I was kind of, I was ready for some of the responses and, and, um, you know, I think it, I, in this day and age, like social media with everyone having a voice, you kind of have to take everything with a grain of salt. And like, I think your mind's already made up before anything's posted or anything. So, and myself included. So yeah, my mind was made up about this topic and I wanted to help, or or I guess portray my thoughts on the matter and maybe people kind of see where I'm coming from or maybe they don't. And I'm okay. Like if you don't get where I'm coming from, that's okay too. And you're welcome to reach out and, express what you want to think about that matter and people did and that's fine at at least i feel like at least we're people are talking about it people are thinking about it and that's kind of how i'm i'm trying to process some of the stuff i guess it's harder when when um you know the person too that's but i those have been some of my favorite conversations as well like some people i never thought i would have i would be talking about this these subjects with we're now talking about them and like having like normal discussions like on either side of the subject and i feel like that's that's a healthy place to be well that'll help normalize it won't it you know and make it more of a common a common thing really which is why it's obviously so great that you kind of did it really yeah it um it definitely, like I said, there there were some of it was the hardest episodes I've I've had to to work on, and but I'm really thankful that um, I had the opportunity to do it because I I do feel like it's something that you know with all so many more people kind of up and coming and surfing and younger generations, I really hope they kind of um, take to the piece and and uh, or at least watch it. You know, they don't have to like it, but just like let's get it in their minds <laughs> so have you got any of the breaking waves episodes on the way um so we we just did those two um and we we just wrapped those up and we're kind of moving back into weird waves now um but i suspect we'll be doing more um i guess it's kind of you know that's really up to to vans now if they um you know with kind of if they want to keep pursuing other ideas um and then also then that would kind of come back on us with with other potential episode ideas or maybe we give it a a year or two and come back and circle back on some of these subjects and check in and see how they're doing um and talk to more people i mean that's yeah i feel like those were necessary episodes um for that time so maybe i guess they're kind of topic based or i guess uh 
whatever surf world climate i don't know <laughs> yeah yeah it has yeah. to do with with that like what's going on i, yeah, I feel like they were hot there were hot topics yeah and, it um, was it was relevant wasn't it really relevant at yeah. the time for sure yeah yeah and also i think there's a there's a lot to be said for like how much you push people as well like in the nicest possible way um and how far, especially how far you push your audience and um you know like you need to you need to have a balance don't you of what you talk about and 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 how you represent these things because yeah there's a lot of stories you're covering out there as well yeah no for sure um and i almost wish we would have waited um till they weren't like such hot topics because i even feel like in five years from now you could do a piece and like it's just gonna be something that you're we're gonna have to continuously like work at and and talk about and continue to figure out um unfortunately i wish that wasn't going to be the case but who knows we could something could just happen and <laughs> well let's hope so <laughs> you know, that, maybe that's maybe that's a little too utopian but um but that's glass half full yeah. for sure yeah but there's no, nothing wrong with that yeah but uh yeah we're looking i mean i'm definitely thankful for uh for that experience and like i said it just it taught me a lot so um i'm thankful to continue to continue to be a a uh apprentice yeah yeah of life <laughs> yeah <laughs> well i really like that side of it though because it like like as you've you know what's become clear over the course of this chat is how much you're personally getting out of it and how much you're learning and, and evolving with it i guess that because i read a th- i read a, i was doing a bit of research for this and i think i might have read an interview where you talked about how you initially started working with was the idea you were going to do it for off the wall tv and then that kind of got canned and then you had to like follow the project through to fruition yourself initially weird waves i mean was that the kind of genesis yeah. of it um yeah and i didn't really realize that because because obviously you know the very obvious question in this type of interview is like so tell me where the idea for weird waves came from um and i always sort of assumed that it was it's a saga <laughs> Yeah, it sounds like it. Do you want to talk about that a bit? Because I think just from the point of view of like people listen to it, what I found so interesting about that is like behind the curtain of how an idea happens, because I had no idea that you basically rolled your sleeves up and were like, right, fuck it. I'm going to do it myself. I'm going to learn how to do this. I'm going to, I'm going to film, I'm going to edit. I'm just going to make this happen. Um, and that I was like, wow. Okay. Cause I, for some reason I just assumed it was some kind of like, sit down with vans like right here's a film and go and do this but it wasn't like that at all was it it no i mean not as as simple as that the the beginning concept was that like that that is how it started but along the way there is some some bumps um and some hurdles um as there always are in life and so yeah we <laughs> we went out um you know the the initial idea the first trip we we ever took was to we surfed the lunch counter in Wyoming. We went out there, and that was the trip that kind of just blew my mind. The fact that we were in Wyoming, surfing, middle of you know the U.S. in this beautiful spot, like totally different vibe than the ocean, but we were able to do the same thing. And I was like, "Wow, I want more of this. I want to want to keep doing this," um, but right after that um 
yeah, this was going to be, this was shot and filmed and they were halfway through editing it and had nothing to do with, uh, you know, filming any, anything or editing anything and off the wall TV got canned. Um, and I was so, I was like heartbroken. Cause I was like, man, I really feel like I feel strongly about this, this idea, this concept, the project, like I want this to happen. So I went into Vans and got all the hard drives and was going to figure something out. I was talking to friends who knew how to edit. I'm like, Hey, can you help me out with this thing? I didn't have any money to like pay anybody for it. And one of my friends who was Dave Malcolm was like, dude, why don't you learn? Why don't you take this opportunity to learn Premiere and see what happens? And so that was really what kind of, I feel like gave this thing legs to become what it is today. Like those, like that sort of failure. And then I guess, yeah, the, I had the time to sort of inject into arming myself with the, with different skills on premiere and, and figuring out how to do it. Um, which is like, yeah, like invaluable now, like instead of, I always say this in interviews too, like to anyone who's listening, who's, you know, got a surf career and wanting to put out edits, like teach yourself premiere because it's, it's a form of language. Like it really is like me not having to tell Dave what I want and just me myself be able to go in and show him exactly what I'm thinking is like, I feel like the reason why we're still like we have like a good relationship and <laughs> a healthy like working relationship is as well as like a friendship <laughs> yeah right because yeah, we all well, know how frustrating that can be like yeah just exactly the lack like not being able to communicate exactly what you're what you're thinking is like you know half the battle on these projects with you know and knowing premiere i'm able to do that and just be like okay look here here it is. So we have, we both have mirrored drives with all the footage we shoot on trips and we send projects back and forth. I think I would, I would go further though, just on your point about teaching yourself premiere. Like I, I would go further and say that for like any creative projects or any idea that you've got. Cause I get quite a lot with this. Like people quite often ask like, all right, well, how did you get into that? Like, what was the, what was the idea there? And like, I'm like, well, I kind of had the idea and I had no fucking idea how to do it. So I just worked it out. Um, and that was kind of the, and, and that took a lot of time and a lot of energy and a lot, but that was kind of the, why it was rewarding. And, you know, if you wait for somebody to come along with an imaginary budget to, to like help you make something, chances are it's not going to happen really. You kind of have to put the work and you have to sort of learn, don't you? Um, just get your hands dirty. <laughs> yeah. Just get into it. Rip in. Yeah. Is that because you, so the music side of things as well, is that I, I was really interested in talking about that because so you, you do a lot of the soundtracks as well. Is it a collective of people that you do that with? Are you, work, are you doing it on your own? Like, how's all that work? Yeah. So that kind of all started out of necessity as well. Um, you know, when we got, when we started to do the, when we got greenlit from Vans to do our first official season, um, for their YouTube channel, we kind of spaced or just thought that 
it was business as usual with music rights and we didn't i hadn't really done too much on youtube um and we kind of realized we're like shit we can't just license we're not going to have enough money to license like all the songs for you know for these things because they were like 15 minutes long yeah and so we just started messing around like i've played music for you know pretty much my whole well since i was a teenager i should say i took uh you know piano lessons and always kind of had an interest my dad played guitar right like i think we could do it like and i guess i had that confidence from learning premiere i was like i think we could probably figure out one of these programs and just fake it till we make it you know (laughs) (laughs) um which we did and um yeah i mean it's definitely i feel like it i've learned a lot it's another thing that i've really i've learned a lot from and it's it's an awesome challenge it's definitely not easy like music is one it's one of the like harder things about the project but um I look forward to it now and almost, you know, and kind of have some like ways I go about trying to create music that um, kind of work or seem to have worked for the show and kind of make sense. And so it's been fun. Can you you talk about that a bit? I'm just quite a geek on this stuff. So like what, what you have ideas as you, as you edit in the edit, as you shoot in, like, has that evolved? Like, how do you mean? Well, I guess sometimes like now we, I just kind of record stuff and uh, it, I have no like rhyme or reason for where it's going to end up. And, and, and now that we've had a couple like seasons, I know we kind of always need songs and we, I kind of just find songs that fit like the, the mood or the vibe uh, of the right. scene or if it's like upbeat or, you know, we're looking for like more of like a, like oh this oh shit this happened or oh this is going down kind of sound <laughs> it's like, yeah um just cl- yeah cluing into tones and like messing like using sound to help lift or or lower the the vibe of a scene has been super fun to clue into it's not something i've ever done with with anything else cuz i mean usually i'm just kind of um either stealing music or just or if it's a bigger project that I'm not paying for, then someone else is buying rights for songs. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> um, and so, yeah. That, and that's really just like one tone. It's like amp up rah, surfing, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> so yeah. But um, with weird waves, there's just a lot of, you know, obviously you've seen the episodes. There's, there's a lot of tones and even like, as we're learning things, there's sort of like these quizzical sounds, just like, you know, boop, beep, beep, boop, like beeps or blurps or whatever that kind of help. We're like, oh, that has a good vibe. And so, yeah, we'll just sit. I'll just sit here with my keyboard and watch stuff in Premiere while I have like GarageBand open and kind of just mess around until I find something or hear a song somewhere. I'm like, oh, that has the vibe. That's what I want to try to, you know recreate or you know use this inspiration for this scene and then i really listen to the song and figure out like what is it that is making this sound that is what i liked um and yeah try to come up with my own version of that that's funny because i write music as well and that's i've often done that 
not you know it's not plagiarism is it it's more like how how does that work like what yeah. what is what is going on there like what is and then sort of taking once you get well in my case you know, once i've kind of got an understanding of what it is i feel like i'm responding to to then to then almost try and replicate that understanding rather than the song if that makes sense like as a but also that's like kind of a, just a creative technique anyway isn't it like to sort of try and use yeah. the things well, finding that... yeah finding inspiration um and yeah just trying to figure out or understand like that's i feel like that's the hardest part is is understanding what you're looking for you know specifically when you're making music for something um like you know like we are for for weird waves it's like okay what what even is that vibe like yeah. what so you know this episode this scene what would sound good there and so you got to start somewhere um and usually it's just on your apple music or spotify or youtube or wherever you come across a song that you like or wherever you listen to music and then try to hone in on something it's it's just geeking out really i think yeah yeah i'm all about that defo um so you constantly getting pitched new locations by people these days are you are you are you going for surf and people are like you need to go and check out this wave or are you getting people because you must be you must be getting a lot of ideas thrown at you these days how, how are you finding them another pretty obvious question but it is interesting like where do you find the locations from yeah but um people yeah people reaching out whether it's in person or on social media uh, or even in comments on on youtube like um I try to read them all, uh, which has been harder with the breaking waves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Once, but yeah, um, I usually try to have a browser, you know, I'll do posts sometimes on Instagram and, and, you know, kind of throw the bat signal up of like, Hey, yeah. anyone have ideas or, you know, and, and now it's, uh, it's, it's actually harder, like last year and, and this year with COVID and all the restrictions, like we haven't been able to do the, obviously the seasons we had um, thought about, but that's also just presents, you know, an opportunity in itself to kind of showcase just the reality of what it's like to travel for, for a surfing now. So, or anywhere really, uh, uh, or for anything really, I should say. So what have you got coming up? Um, leaving for uh, Brazil on Wednesday. Oh, nice. Yeah. And any are you, you going to say what you're going to be doing or do you keep it for the edit? I like keeping it for the edit just because I feel like... Yeah, it's fair. It's the I, reveal. It's the big reveal. Well, yeah. It's like, I don't know. When I watch shows, I don't want to know... No. Especially this. What... Well, yeah. And I feel like there's enough of that in surfing. You know, there's not enough like, uh, I guess, how would I put this? Like, there's just not enough. Not that it's secrecy, but it's just like um, mystery, intrigue. Yeah, I guess like or or just. Yeah, like we want to curate this for our audience. Like, that's what I feel like is one of the strengths of the show is like, okay, we're not going to be like, here we are, we're doing this. We're going the other way just because let's try it out and see like, how this yeah. goes. And I feel like that has been uh, 
cool because people are like, whoa, like I wonder what's the next one. And and obviously, like, I don't care I'll, if someone's like really wanting to know, I'll tell them. And I like I tell all my close friends and, and family and where I'm going and what I'm doing and all that. But it's like, I don't know, wouldn't like I said, when I'm watching a show, like I feel like there's something to that, like the the mystery of it where you're like, I wonder what the next episode's going to be, or I wonder what's going to happen. I wonder where they're going to go. What are they going to do? It's like, let's leave some questions to be told like during the, the episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I get that. I get that. Well, that's um, one of the things I like as a viewer, like, you know, where the fuck are they this, this time? <laughs> Cause it is so varied. Like, you know, there's, there's a lot of different scenes that you've covered. Like they're just so wildly diverse. Um, and it's going to lead to my final question, actually, uh, which is not, it's kind of like, what's your favorite episode? What's your favorite place? But it's not really because we just actually rewatched, like I say, we're sat in a caravan, me and some mates in a storm. So we've been watching loads of surf films and we actually watched the tanker surfing one today again. Oh, nice. And there's a really lovely moment in that. And I'm sure you know what I'm going to say where, you know, you talk about how the guy talks about his mom and then you have the surf and there's the dolphins jumping out. And that's, that's obviously like a real, a really memorable, beautiful moment for you. You know, and you kind of said like in that episode, this is what this is about. Like these, these situations, these moments, this is what I get out of it. So I guess that's the, that's the final question. Like you can't say that one. But which <laughs> which which moments stand out from from all this? You know, not like what's your favorite place, what's your favorite episode, because that's not that's not really what this is about, is it? You know, like what what's the experience that leaps out when you think about it? Well, it always does kind of come back to those moments on the trips, like you know, like the Severn Bore when we all went from the wave to breakfast. And oh yeah you went to sainsbury's that, that made me fucking, we went to that, sainsbury's. Re- that yeah. really made me laugh because we, we like i was like well fucking hell say nos <laughs> yeah i mean i don't know i guess like there is a bit of an x factor to those moments because it's like that's just something i you would never be able to predict like looking at that trip it was like okay cool we're gonna go surf the severn boar like and yeah that the wave was incredible you know like the surfing it the whole experience like on the wave is like totally unique to that spot and super rad to have experienced. But then, you know, it was like, I feel like, and this, and one of the Easter eggs, one of the many Easter eggs on that trip specifically where we're just like, it's happening. And you're like, this feels like a dream or something like this. This doesn't really feel like, I don't know, like we've tapped into this other dimension here. Like we're going to breakfast with, 30 dudes we just surfed with like when does that happen and yeah so no that's it's, what... it's so rad that like it's it's like like you say it's that spirit of community camaraderie that you try to capture isn't it there is i mean that is surfing you know that's that's like that's what it is like those are the moments and it is like that and so that's you know i guess like those are the moments i really love and then those are the I feel like the moments on the daily, like surfing, like when you just go to your local spot and you surf, you just go to surf and you get your couple waves, maybe it's good, maybe it's not. And you're just kind of like, all right, yeah, that was, that was fun. I got wet, you know, um, which is kind of like, I guess you're, that's the average thing that happens. But when something like that happens, you're like, holy shit, like 
bigger picture this is psycho like this that <laughs> surfing has taken me here like i'm in you know like the, the, the i guess that was just one of those moments where it really takes me out of you know like the experience and i'm like wow yeah i'm here in england and i'm walking the sainsbury's with 30 people like this is mind blowing, you know, and then, and and then we immediately after it's over, we're like, God, oh, that was so special. How are we going to get that in the episode? You know, how do we, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Did we, you know, did we film enough? And sometimes in the moment, you're not even thinking that it's going to end up in the episode. You're just like, God, oh, this is rad. Like, I'm gonna, like, I just want to film this because I want to remember this moment for me. Yeah. And then those are the moments that, you know, like that one that end up being like um, super amazing in, in the episodes, as well as personally, like that was why it made it in there. Because it was like, damn, this is standing out in my brain. We have to like, and in Dave's brain too, because he was there as well experiencing it. So it's like, yeah, it's, it's, uh, I guess those are my favorite moments, just X factor moments that you just wouldn't expect. So there you go. That was me and Dylan. And I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. And if you did, why not share it on your favorite social media channel like right now? I mean, you know, you could do it like literally right now while you're listening at this very moment with like two clicks of your phone. And it won't even knock a stride out of your day. Easy win all round. All right. Housekeeping corner time. Hope you enjoyed last week's installment where I did dust off all the hits. Um, First, I wanted to go back to that point I made in the intro about how difficult it is to actually make something of substance beyond here's some surfing. This has actually been on my mind quite a lot right now because I'm on the jury for the London Surf Film Festival as a result of which I've been watching a lot of surf films. And it's reminded me that this seeming, seemingly simple thing, like I said at the top, finding an interesting story and telling it well is actually really, really difficult to do especially when it comes to surf, skate and snow. Now, why is that? That is a really good question. I mean, I can remember chatting to my friend, Kamian Zerum, previous podcast guest, chair at Kendall, all-round legend, um, about this around 10 years ago. I think, from my point of view, a lot of the time, the thing is that filmmakers in our world mistake for drama just actually isn't that interesting or dramatic. For example, I just watched a massive big budget Aussie surf film where the dramatic high point was the key players driving across the desert and having a few mechanical failures and this filmmakers treated this as if it was cinematic drama akin to the reveal at the end of Chinatown sure the riding stuff can be dramatic and it usually is that's a given but I'm a big fan of films that just show decent riding and don't even try and turn the story into something above its station which is a real common pitfall um, and it's truly amazing to me to be honest having been around this thing, like I say, for almost three decades, how rare it is when somebody actually manages to crack this conundrum. Um, it's been a, one of the pleasures of being on the jury at London Surf Film Festival, kind of, you know, seeing who's done this well, seeing who's kept it simple. Um, and it's why, like I said, to link it back to what I was talking about at the beginning of this show, why I'm so impressed with Dylan's approach and why I so enjoyed hearing about the way he approaches the whole thing. Speaking of the London Surf Film Festival... At the time of recording, which is Wednesday, December the 1st, um, Posterity fans, that thing starts um, on Friday, Friday the 3rd of December. Um, and as I mentioned, I've been, I've had the privilege of being on the jury this year. I've been watching a lot of surf films. 
And in other news, I'm going to be doing a live Q&A at 3pm on Saturday the 4th at the Genesis Cinema in London's East End as part of the festival. I'll be joined on stage by Owen Tozer, musician and ex-podcast guest CJ Mirror and North East surf photography legend Lewis Arnold, where the four of us will be interviewed on stage by London Surf Film Festival organiser Chris Nelson. Apparently we'll be chatting about the art of storytelling in action sports which, as you probably know, is right up my boulevard. What else is going on? Well, print run two of my book, Looking Sideways, Volume 1, is flying off the virtual shelves and is, as I've been saying on Instagram, to perhaps the point of tedium, the perfect festive gift for that surf, skate, snow, or indeed Looking Sideways podcast-loving person in your life, which might even be you. What I'm saying is, if you don't know what to ask Santa for, this could be it. Now, I'm lucky enough to have a lot of very loyal listeners who frequently contact me on Instagram. I, I'm at We Look Sideways, who say things like, please keep the podcast going. Let me know how I can help. How can I help spread the word? Well, this is the perfect solution. In numerous ways, you can support what I do. You can snag an amazing gift for somebody else or yourself. And you can support the culture we all love. Again, with just one simple click of the mouse. Find out more at my website, www we are looking sideways.com and click on the tab marked book all right that's it for this week thanks dylan for that thanks to you for listening i'll see you next week nice one